This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Hope you're well on a Bowls Wednesday. Hey, really quick, I don't often promote my other ventures, uh, but I will here. I mention them. I mention them sometimes, certainly, but I don't promote them specifically and say, hey, go do this tonight. You don't even have to do it tonight. It'll be on demand. Uh, but from, from, from 10 to 11 tonight is beyond the tips. That's very late. You'll be in bed. So I would just suggest you pull up the on-demand feature there if you have SiriusXM. Or search the interwebs. There's probably some illegal way by which to get this thing. I don't know. There always is. And it's always through the internet. Illegalstreams.com. There it is. I'm sure that exists too. Don't do it. Yeah. Anyhow, I interviewed, along with Trey Jones, the head golf coach at Florida State University, Army's golf coach and Navy's golf coach today. And uh, that will be part of the show tonight. We interviewed both. I'll tell you something. Uh, I think about that every time it becomes this time of year. Obviously, this is a day where Pearl Harbor is remembered. But I, I think about Army-Navy weekend, Tom, and how you and I have talked for years about going to that game. My father has to. I just, I, I just got to say today on the record, what are we waiting on? Next year, man. We're waiting on somebody to die. That's what we're waiting on, so that we lament that we didn't do it. Just like my Rowdy Roddy Piper situation. That's right. Yep. Still bothers could me. Could be any one Still of us. Still bothers me to this day. One of us could be dead next year. That's right. And if that's the case, the other will be there watching the game weeping, knowing that we blew it. We blew the opportunity while we had a chance before the ticker decided to stop. So here's the thing. Let's start making plans because I now know these coaches. I got an end, baby. Well, then, Yes. Let's yes, exploit yes, the end. I'm gonna exploit the end. The last guy, this is a little bit like, I might note, my master story. This is true, and I felt bad about this. I felt cursed. We interviewed the Navy coach the last few years. He got fired. He was let go. Didn't work out for him. Was not retained. The, I hope they thanked him for his service before they fired him. I'm sure they did. The guy they brought in came in from Barry University, who's won two national championships with Barry. I know from calling him today, still has the 305 area code, and he's excited to be at Navy, as one would be. Um, it's in a great place. 
So he ended up uh, coming on today. He was all kinds of pumped up. He sounded like a, a like a kid in a candy store year one at Navy because he's getting to tour and, and get to be part of that history. And this is his first ever Army-Navy game. So you can hear it. He sounds like a kid when we talk to him about uh, attending that game in Philadelphia this year. It's a two-hour drive from where they are. They're going to go do that. It's, it's now going to be moved. I don't know if everybody knows this, the Army-Navy game is going to be moved over the next several years to various locales. They're going to go to Baltimore one year. They're going to be in D.C. one year. They're going to Philadelphia this year, where it usually is, and a bunch of different places. It has moved back and forth. It has from, a couple times before. Yeah. I think Baltimore and, and Philadelphia are the main two, but if they wanted to move it around different corners of the country, that's, I think, long overdue. The Army and the Navy don't just defend the Atlantic Ocean. So, yeah. You know, the Navy has produced over 80 astronauts for NASA in their history. I had no idea. Learned that today, talking to Navy's coach. No idea. Wouldn't have guessed that. Fun interview, interesting conversation, whole lot of reminders of how it is that, Tom, we just don't stack up. <laughs> we, we couldn't do what those poor bastards have to do on a daily basis to play golf at those academies. I, it's insane. Their schedule is 5 a.m. You're up. You got to work out at 6:20. It's whatever you get together, and they just let everybody know you're there. Uh, I'm sure that's called something. And uh, you know, <laughs> they gather you all up here, 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 all that. Then you go eat breakfast together. Then you go to class for several hours. Then you're out of class. You rally back around. They make sure nobody's run off. Then you go to lunch. You finish the lunch. You go back to class. Then you go race out there for the final three hours of your day, if you're lucky, to golf. And you get done with that, you come back, you study till 11, plus you have dinner together, and it's back to bed, we start all over again, and you do it every damn day for the rest of the year. Man. That's a recipe to go crazy. Or become the best version of yourself you could possibly That's imagine. That's what they'll pitch you, Tom. That's what they'll pitch you. They already got you, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I think my eligibility is exhausted, unfortunately. Oh, I know. I'm teasing. But when you hear it said, it is true, all jokes aside, when you hear it said, you're like, I really probably could have got more out of myself at some point. <laughs> well, your dad was in the Army. My dad was in the Army. My granddad was in the Army. You know, we've, I, I think every man, to some extent, if they didn't serve, wonders what their life would have been like had they chosen to. Not that you lament it, not that you sit around going, God, I wish I would have been in the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Marines, whatever it might be. But you do every now and again wonder, hmm, what might that have done? Probably a lot. Maybe. Yeah. Probably a lot. I, I didn't say for the good or the bad. Right. But probably oh, well, a, lot. Done a lot. It would have done yeah. a lot. Would have changed a lot of things. You probably would have been at Florida State. Probably would have lived in a different state. Probably. Yeah, who knows? Depends on the era. Depends on the era, too. You know, the time you live in, it's the luck of the draw there. Because if it's 1941... No, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. Coin flip. You'd take those odds before you went where you were going. Yeah. You would take the coin flip. So, we will update you uh, this, this, you know, the second we know, even in show today, because we've been doing a lot of videos on Warchant TV, a lot of features, when people are coming and going. Got my phone handy. We're all ready for that. So, people have asked during the show... You know, whether or not this person's going to sign, come back or not, whether this person's going to leave. Trust me, we're monitoring it. Everybody is. It is the new way of following recruiting. It's no longer about signing day. It's signing day plus roster retention. 
plus acquisition via the transfer portal, uh, plus NIL. So all of these things, and I, for one, will tell you that I, I rather enjoy this infusion of life to recruiting because I, I've never been a recruit, Nick. Even though I had a wildly popular and successful website, ifallthekitties.com, I moved on from it years ago, sold the rights, became something else, one of these other, I don't know, nation-leading I follow the kitties type sites. Yeah, the early signing day period by itself sucks. And and it took a lot of the wind out of the sails of off-season roster building and and you know the hope you are still reacting to and living within the season and the bowl season in the middle of December. By definition, that's where you're, you're smack dab in the middle if you make a bowl unlike Miami or Texas A&M this year, you're in the middle of a process. Yeah. But February was far enough removed that you could look forward and hope towards the future. Early signing day doesn't really allow you to do that. You're in the middle of something else when this other thing pops up and it happens. But now with the portal and now with transfer palooza, you know, you could just leave as an undergrad without having to sit out a year and, and these mm-hmm. developments, it, it's forced on the coaches. It's forced on, on us, the media. It's forced on the fans, which we are also that too, that – this is about all roster building in December. The bowl game, if you're not in the playoff, is the afterthought. This is the big time now because 2023 will be far more impacted. Time was people would talk about how a bowl game would lead to momentum into the next season. No, man. Everything else that happens this month gives you more momentum into 2023 than the bowl game does. Yeah. People are really pumped about the opponent, though, because they feel like we're going to get that 10th win and somehow that's going to add to the luster. I don't know that it does. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want a 10-win oh, season. Who doesn't? Yeah. I don't want a loss, uh, but I don't know that when you're recruiting for next year that you're going to go, well, and we got our 10th win. I don't think it means anything. Um, it means something to you and me because the record books will show 10 wins. Correct. I mm-hmm. like that, too. It's not enough for me to be like, oh, I want to go to this sorrier bowl game so we can get our 10th win, then a good one. Oh, no. And, you know, I like you, think that Texas would have been a far better Much challenge. Much better challenge. And more entertaining football yeah. game, potentially. Now, this one could be. Who knows? I was expecting Wednesday, Thursday of Florida week that that was going to be a two- to three-score margin, and that was a heart-in-your-throat kind of game all well, the way through the second half. And it's, again, because I don't think our defense is great. And and it got exposed there. And Oklahoma's capable of exposing it, although missing two tackles, you're starting running back, and a number of other people who just watched a bunch of kids opt out can't be good for your morale heading into a bowl game in which you're 6-6 six and six and playing not for much. The other thing is Florida was very much a first-year team under its new coach where the best was good, was legitimately good, and the worst was woefully inconsistent and bad. It wasn't just Anthony Richardson. It was also, I mean, look at some of those performances that they put up or stretches within some games. They were competing. They, You could argue in watching the 60 minutes of the Tennessee game, I know that they scored late to make it close, but in the throws of those first three quarters, Florida was more than highly competitive in that game. They may have been better over those first few quarters against Tennessee. And the Georgia stretch after halftime. I get it. Georgia pulls away. Large lead feels like the game's over. Well, Florida's got the ball down a score, and you're thinking, oh, well, this actually kind of looks somewhat sustainable. I don't think they were as bad as six as six and six would indicate, but I think they were very much a team in their first year under a head coach who's trying to figure out who am I keeping and who's going. What and are we also, about? you get half buy in, and the other half that's deciding they're not going to buy in, and so then you have yeah. When they don't care to show up, you get Vandy. 
when they do get, care to show up, you get a dogfight here in Tallahassee. That's that's what those kinds of programs are until they get where they're going, one way or the other. Yeah, well, I, I listen. When they hired him, I said I thought it was a good hire. That it, you know, there are no guarantees in coaching. We've discovered that, but I think he's a good coach, and he has a system, and he has a belief and a way of doing things. And it was spelled out in a lengthy article in the uh, in in the Athletic couple of years ago that you can go and find it's really good he passed over several big-time jobs for the right big-time job based on what he thought he had to have from the administration and what he wanted to establish guys who are pretty sure of themselves make decisions like that guys who aren't sure they're ever going to get another opportunity jump at the first opportunity that they get to be a head coach see UMass and a certain former assistant coach here so that that's Yes, there are indicators that that guy's going to have a system in place where they're going to be very good. I think the Florida State-Florida rivalry is going to be awesome for the next five, six yeah, years. both teams want to be physical. You know, and that's not always the case. It so that sounds, every coach would tell you that. Every coach would say that as part of their credo. But then you watch their games and you go, man, they're finesse. They aren't about toughness. They're about trying to generate turnovers or red zone defense. Or they're about passing the football. They're not about running right at you. That's what both of these programs want want to be. But Florida has to address the elephant in the room this offseason, which is who is their immediate replacement at quarterback? Is Anthony Richardson's off to the NFL draft? Well, it's not going to be the guy that went to prison and has now been subsequently kicked off the team. Certainly not. Who I once said I thought had a high upside, which I did. <laughs> I didn't know he was a pederast. Allegedly. Could be sent to Chino. Who knows? Mm. So that who would, is going to be there? Give you a record. Yeah, who is going to be the replacement of quarterback? That is going to determine well, their fate for next year. And there's some big names, big, out there. big names. Every out there. ten minutes, it seems another relatively big name enters the portal at quarterback. It makes you nervous. It makes you nervous because if they are to go out and get an elite quarterback, Drake May, for example, it's a problem. I mean, it's a bit of a problem because that kid's a difference maker. That would be quite the coup if they got Drake May. But here's the thing. I don't think that they can assemble an offense that's more multifaceted and dangerous than our offense next year with Jordan Travis. Now that we got our quarterback. All right. I just would rather play against somebody less talented sure. than Drake May sure. at our rival. And they may not be able to do it next year, but the year after they could. And, I, yeah, let's just hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope instead they get the other kid, the, the Wake kid, that has been playing football for 32 sure. years. Maybe they get DJ. Maybe they get DJ. From Clemson. Yeah. That would be great. That would be fine if they went and got DJ. Uh, I do. I do think we got to ask this question. So, and and maybe they know that I'm a sucker for this. Would Jim Leonard be a fit as a defensive coordinator oh, at FSU? Boy. Is that you again? You got to watch my hands. I'm quick. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. One tiny thirty-nine. That's 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 more like it with the burner account. You like that? That's the you like that, what I did there. That's a standard burner. I gave myself a fake age you got and your everything. Deep fake with Thomas, mm -hmm. and then you got your standard burner with one tiny. Well, that's a great question. One tiny thirty-nine. Hadn't thought about it. Would Jim Leonard be a good fit as defensive coordinator at Florida State? If you like talented, extremely successful defenses, he would be. Oh, it's fun. I don't think that's going to happen. But what a coup. If that does happen, whoo, what a show that'll be. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Me and Jim will be here in the seat together, rocking back You'll and forth. You'll do the Texas A&M. <laughs> rock back and forth, whatever that sway is called. Prepare to dominate. Uh, <laughs> there it is. That's exactly what would happen. 
but it's not going to happen. I do, th- I do think Jim Leonard's got to be an angry man right about now. Holy moly. Well, if Wisconsin you're a, did him dirty. an angry man and you're looking to levy revenge, you would want to stay in the Big Ten, right? You'd want a chance to really rub it in Wisconsin's face. So where would there be an obvious opening? I don't know that there is one at present. Or would he want to be a head coach that gets Wisconsin on the schedule? Well, I, as I don't recent know. as a year ago, my man was about to be in the pros as a, a coach. So I, I don't know. You, you, you wait it out. He's in a weird spot. You may want to take a year. And just, you know, he's got money. I would assume he's doing all right for himself. You could take a year and ratchet up your demand, which I would think is pretty high, as um, a lot of people would deem him the kind of preeminent defensive coordinator in college football. It's interesting, too, that we are at a space right now, and this is true when we talk, just keep this in mind when we talk coaching changes and staff changes, and I don't know what's going to happen, what's not going to happen, and... um Part of this has become a running joke that Tom knows I'm never happy. I'm always looking to upgrade, and, you know, that kind of thing, uh, except for my wife. But, you know, when we, we when we do that, when we have the discussion, I'm always mindful of the fact. You hear that, Bryson Clark? There you go. Looking for upgrades. <laughs> uh, kids who mind a little bit more respect the hard work their dads put in. But what I would tell you is that I'm also very aware that this is not the era where you – I mean, there was a time where you looked around and you're like, oh, man. Great coach, great coach, want him. He'd be great. Wouldn't that be awesome to have him? He'd fit in nice. That's a great recruiter. We got this guy and that guy. It really doesn't exist right now. There are not too many guys that you're looking at that you're like, slam dunk, can't miss. You know, we've had different pockets of time in college football where you're like at any given moment, there are four or five guys that everybody would like to bring in. The race to bring that particular coach is on, you know? You don't really see that right now. Well, and that's part of the difficulty of how you're, when you calculate your offseason and, and how you map it all out. You almost have to make the decision before a 12-game year is over, I think, in the near future here. Because the portal opens basically two Mondays after the regular season is over. That 45-day window Mm -hmm. begins. Florida State held practices between the Florida game and that portal opening. I I don't know if that was to check and see who was going to show up to practice and help them make decisions. Like Maybe that was a vetting process for a few things. But what if they had made a coaching change right after those three practices? That would have seemed silly. You know, if, if there was a position coach that got switched out after they were just holding three practices for a bowl game that's happening in 25 days. Yeah. I, it's really strange. And and I, I think coaching staffs and athletic departments are going to have to find a way to navigate through this time with as few speed bumps as possible. But that means to me that you might have to make decisions in November on – We've seen programs make decisions on head coaches and fire them in October or November, but I think you might have to announce some of those things sooner so that you can get your guy in before the portal but you're opens. Playing, it's yeah, it's, it's strange, though, because you're playing games. You're not going to do that while you're playing games. If you're having a disappointing season, you Well, might. yeah, if you're two and whatever, but... Hmm. But think about it. If you if you consider the normal calendar, Monday well, through Friday is business days, you got five business days to make a switch at either a position or a coordinator, and it's got to happen before the portal opens if you want to maximize your chances to get that high-profile kid that's going in the but, portal. But barring um, a, a program that has become disgruntled with their coach because of off-the-field issues, personality conflicts, see Florida with Dan Mullen. So, like, that kind of a situation where there's talent, TCU, right? They told their head man after years and years and years, you're old, cantankerous, and annoying, we want you to leave. Well, it wasn't because he wasn't recruiting. So Dykes walks into a good situation with really good football players and wins, right? If you 
I guess my point would be like in places like that, I could see where you would you would because you already have good players, so you could just start. I guess the better way of saying this is if you're a new coach with the recruiting timetable having been moved way up the way that it has, you have zero chance to truly have an elite class if you're a new coach coming in in year one. So it really doesn't matter. If yes, if you're a new head coach, I'm talking about a head coach no, but, making a decision about his staff. But, right, right. But if you're ten and two and you have good players, it's easier to make that decision because you're going to compete next year regardless. You can just yeah. be like, "Hey, look, man, I, I'm, we're good. You know, I'm still here. I'm not going anywhere. The way we operate is still the same. We're just making a change here. And you, let's say you identified a guy that you know does a good job in recruiting, and you know, it, it would be okay. But if you're it doesn't really matter when you make that announcement as a program that's sub 500. You're not going to have a good class when no, you make the change no, anyhow. I'm, I'm talking about the baseline of being a good program because yeah. I think that's the level of decision-making that we're going to have to make over the next three to five years. But the other thing that you've got to do the math on, and it's just it makes your damn head spin. If you thought Lou Holtz sounds confused in his old age, he would have <laughs> sounded like this at 25 when he was a young, bright, and shining star in the coaching industry, mm. which is if I'm getting rid of a coordinator or a position coach, these kids that got out of high school can just leave with them. I've got to know where their loyalties lie. If I'm losing a coordinator because I want to update a coordinator, or upgrade one, or, or a position coach, well, they could have three kids just leave at that point. And well, so I've got to be ready for the redundancies that go along with that. It just never ends. The spiral never ends now. It never ends, and that's what the pay is for. You know, that's that's why you make, why they all deserve raises, uh, I say. Well, I was going to say, I mean, never ends, but that's the compensation. You know, comes with it. You're going to make four, five, six million dollars a year. I'm not concerned with the stress that's been added by a changing time frame. You know, I mean, it, it does. It is. You're right to point it out. But yeah, nobody's going to be like, well, <laughs> like suck it up, Buttercup. <laughs> no, but they're make these say, decisions. Let's why go. Did you make... fire, why did you fire my linebackers coach if we lost our three best linebackers with him? You hey, idiot. We went ten and two, partner, and here's six hundred thousand dollars. Now you shut your mouth, and I'll see you Tuesday. The Jeff Caber Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com, FSUHomeLoans.com. Jeff Cameron Show rolling on on a Balls McWednesday. Appreciate you tuning in. Let's update you on a couple of things here. I have been remiss. It's been such a busy time, but no excuses. Uh, the bowling tournament 
is almost sold out. It will be probably by day's end. So if you want to participate in the Jeff Cameron Show Holiday Bowling Tournament, which is going to take place on the 13th, that's really soon, six days from now, at 7 o'clock. I think it's pretty much taken. So, yeah, there's one confirmation left. So Yeah, not much. So, Hank, well, then you're screwed. There you go. That's what this announcement is. I'm kidding, kind of. We need your donations. The folks, more importantly, at the Guardian Ad Litem, who make this season uh, possible for kids who would not have much in the way of a gift-getting Christmas, if at all. Uh, that's Those are my friends at the Guardian of Light. I've partnered with them for years. goes back to the many moons ago that I was a counselor and saw some of the some of the, the, the sad things that happened to uh, kids that get into the system or that uh, aren't shepherded by good parents. And, um, and so any way that we could help over the years, we've wanted to, and the Guardian Ad Litem does all the hard work in making that happen. And then you guys are just benevolent. We've had so many uh, moments with which to smile because of your kindness and generosity. So even if you're not bowling, I'll have you know that you can swing past right now, District 850, and drop off toys and or gift cards for young uh, boys and girls. And um, even if you can't bowl, and we, we, we assure you they go to the Guardian Ad Litem, and it's just an awesome thing. One, one toy for a boy, one toy for a girl if you're going out there to buy them. You don't have to wrap them. In fact, leave them unwrapped. Just bring them. We'll put them under the tree, and they'll dole them out to the kids who need them. The other way to do it, if you're unsure what to do, and this has really taken hold over the last couple of years, and I know they really do appreciate it, is giving gift cards. That makes it the easiest uh, possible way for them to meet all of the needs of the kids. Because a lot of times the older kids, they don't want like a doll or you know some sort of um, you know, dinosaur toy or something like that. They would like headphones or something like that. And gift cards to like Best Buy or Walmart wherever you go, Target, whatever it is, that works as well. And if you look on the screen, for those that are watching on Warchant TV, Thomas posted the Guardian Ad Litem donation link. You'll see it there on our screen. If you're driving around and you want to know, uh, you just timestamp this thing at 1 hour 45, and you will go there on the YouTube feed and see that link. But the Guardian Ad Litem donation link has been posted there by Tom. So, Please give. Give what you can. Anything is accepted and appreciated. If you want to donate out of town, that's one of the best ways to do it is that Guardian Ad Litem link that Tom just posted. In fact, I would say that's the best way to do it. The donation link is up there. Click on it, and you can donate that way. And that link is uh, it, it is active on the YouTube side of the operation and also the Facebook Live side of the operation. So if you look at the comments on the Facebook page at Warchant TV, warchant.com, You'll find it right there. And it's just, it's gal2gal2.org is the is the host site if you want to take a look at what it is they do, what their mission is. But these are first-class people. You had been working with them long before I joined mm -hmm. as a member of the JCS family 13 years ago. And every year, every year, it's very powerful oh, what you do for this particular charity. So please, please, if you can, if you can, I know around the holiday season everybody has mm -hmm. where they want to help. But if you can, 
it would be unbelievably appreciated. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I, I every year, every year. Um, I, I think I said one hour forty-five. I forget that this thing posts earlier. We, we start the clock running sooner. It's one hour thirty-three. Uh, but, but listen. However, you do it. Whether you're there bowling with us, you got a team. Whether you didn't, uh, and you just want to help out, maybe you're listening to us in, you know, Wyoming. Good on you. Maybe you're listening to us in Japan, Germany. We have listeners in Japan, Germany, and Russia. We have listeners all over the country, all over the world. That's cool. Always flattering and fun to think of how far we're reaching out. If you want to help, that link will allow you to do so. If you're in town, swing on by District 850 and drop it off. They will secure it. And I'm, come on, come hang out next Tuesday. Yeah, They've got a lot of bar, there's a lot place. of stuff to do. There's a restaurant. There's a whole midway area. There's axe throwing. There are pool tables. There's laser tag. It's a pretty cool place, District 850, and we're happy that they're hosting for us. And they donate a lot of what they do in order for us to be able to even do this thing in the first place. So thank you to them. Colby, you're in Scranton, Pennsylvania? That can't be. Are you really? It's good radio, Jeff. Uh, I, I've been to Scranton, Pennsylvania. I have a cool Scranton shirt that I recently had to get rid of. Can't stop it, Tom. When you sweat the pit stains over time, you just, there's no solution for this. Very comfortable short shirt. I wore it all the time and I can't wear it anymore. Can't wear it anymore. I have dear friends that are, uh, living in Scranton, Pennsylvania that, uh, are one of them's a Noel grad. The other one's a Villanova grad. So there you go, Colby. Shout out to you for listening to us in Scranton. Home of the office. Just say uh, no to the yingling. Awful beer. Yeah, it is. Colby Terrible. may take up arms like the rest of the people in Scranton if you bring that up. Because T Terrible. Five-star awful. I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, that beer. I'm, a, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I, uh, I am going to throw the axe this year, though. Oh, you're going in? All right. Yeah, I, I felt... Like, I was cheated last year. I, I blew it. I didn't get the opportunity to Have do that. Have you never done that? I've done it once before, okay. but I've never really given some time to it. I want to throw the axe. Should I wait till after we've bowled three games and then go? Uh, one way or another, your arm's <laughs> going to be sore the next day. Oh, P. Simpson, you're funny. The old rotator cuff versus uh, the, the bowling muscles. He writes, uh, Yingling isn't bad, Tom. It's the Rodney Hill of beers. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, sir. Oh, man. Not even oh, close. On that note, it's the Jeff Cameron Show. 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chan TV. That was good. The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. We had intermittent hills yesterday at uh, Orange Theory Fitness. So a reminder, if you're looking to get back in shape after what's been a long football season and perhaps overindulgence for you guys. I don't know who does that. But if that's the case, uh, two locations. Two locations in town, Midtown and Northside. And I've been back going hardcore the last two weeks. And uh, the intermittent hills yesterday and for distance and time where you could be in control of your own push pace for these 45-second intermittent hills, Tom, they would they put the pressure back on you to decide, 
Are you going to man up today and challenge yourself, or are you just going to stay steady, Eddie? Depends on how much energy you had going in. But uh, I felt compelled. I challenged myself. Got after it. Felt good. Orange Theory Fitness, two locations. Find one. Get after it. You could golf at the Naval Academy yet? I don't think so. I don't think all that, uh, well, I don't know, maybe. I do maintain that you can get used to anything. And, you know, if you, you, if you put in a circumstance, a set of circumstances that are less than ideal and uh, difficult, like you got two choices. You're going to sink or swim, and at some point you decide, well, I, I, I'm not going to drown, so let's just make it happen. It's part of the credo of uh, fascists, fascists from, you know, ancient mm. times to now. Mm. Well, people get used to what I tell them to get used to. <laughs> I'll have to. Yeah. Well, but that's you taking control of your brain in this situation. They're that's adaptable. a good thing. That's a good thing. All right, so I want to talk about this really quickly, briefly, because in the future, this is going to be really fun. And I think I've been given a freedom to kind of do whatever the hell I want to do with this, which means it may test the boundaries of uh, good taste, uh, but not for today. Here today, we go. Today is just a fun little deal here uh, as we have a new partner on the show, Pinch and Penny. We're going to do a thing called Tub Talk Bullet Points, and it's going to be fun. We're going to go through Tub Talk and have some fun with it in the future. But we wanted a sounder. My friends at Pinch and Penny, I can't do you wrong and just say, hey, now is the right time. Tis the season for hot tubs. Go to Pinch and Penny. Get the tub that you've always wanted. Soon enough, it'll be cold, but you'll be warm in that hot tub, sitting there naked with your lady friend, drinking champagne in a hot tub, having a good time. That in and of itself is a selling point, perhaps, for some. But we wanted to jazz it up a little bit. By the way, they have 50 hot tubs in stock, ready for delivery. You don't have to go pick that bad boy up. That's a hell of an investment. They'll bring it to you. No waiting. It'll arrive right there. Boom. Just after that, soon you're soaking in a tub. And it'll sound like this. It's time for Tub Talk. Brought to you by Pinch-A-Penny Pools and Spa. <laughs> Buy yourself the hot tub you've always wanted at the price you've always wanted from Pinch-A-Penny on Greer Street. Now, it's live to the tub. Oh, okay, now I get it. Now That's the first I've heard it. That's So we're going to go live to the tub. Just hearing that. It's actually rather soothing, that sound. I'm going to yeah, need to yeah, a- add like, that to the white noise I generator. just want that in my house right there. But you could do it if you had, you know, a hot tub from Pension Penny. Then you wouldn't have to do that. You wouldn't have to fake it. You wouldn't have to grab your iPad and create the sounds like you're trying to go to bed. You could just sit there in the in the tub. <laughs> the Welshley Arms Hotel. <laughs> One of my favorite bits, yes. We should. See, Dave says keep the... All right, good. We've got interaction here. Live to the tub is good. I like that. Keep the bubbles going throughout. I, I like that, too. I agree. Too. We're efforting to do that. We're going to do it. That was a request. When we do this for real, as we move forward with our pinch and pity love, uh, then we're going we're gonna to get after the, uh, the bubbles throughout the whole thing. Depends on the company about the naked part. Oh, but that's why you get naked, R. Wilmer, to make sure that you have the right kind of company. You let them know you get naked in the tub. That'll fend off. This is not a, hey, buddy, I've got the hot tub going. Come on <laughs> you over. You want to go for a dip? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hope you don't mind. I'm naked. Oh. Sorry. Don't is, worry about it. It's only my house with my tub. It's really hot in here, though. It kills the germs. You don't have to do anything to worry about. Freaking lovely. Lay back and enjoy it. All right. Here we are. What you want to talk about? 
Oh, man. I had a hot tub when I was a kid. My parents had one in this, this, the area of the house uh, where it was. When I got to high school, Tom, I was always trying oh, to... Oh, God. See- <laughs> Let's go solo cam, director. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a date thing. Yeah, I'm sure it, it was, was. It was a date thing. I'm sure it was. That's the problem with living at home. It's not my hot tub. It's their hot tub. So, Which also means that perhaps when you were out, they were using the hot tub for their own I don't think so. social life. Oh, parents don't do that. <laughs> That's what every kid wants to believe. Oh, parents. I mean, come on. Your time has passed. I remember one night my aunt and uncle came down. They were using the pool with my parents, and then they also had the hot tub going. It was January because they were snowbirds. They'd come down and visit. And uh, apparently the uh, the heater on the hot tub had broken to the point that it was nuclear volcanic oh, hot. Can't have that. And so they kept on going and getting buckets of ice, trying to dump it in like that was going to make a difference. You don't have to worry about that with a pinch of penny hot tub. Never. Never would you have Never to worry. Never going to get stuck on the wrong number, baby. That's why you go to the pros. Pinch of penny. Get you a hot tub today. Now's the time. And yeah. it'll be there within seconds. You might have to pinch a Benny or two, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, all right. In the future, less descriptions on what I'm wearing in the hot tub. Please. And much more descriptors of, I don't know, whatever it is Tom and I would deem good hot tub discussion. That's a tough one. There is a very narrow amount of things that that are you know you could talk about in the hot tub. Yeah, you're not going to say. So, what do you think of the uh, Vikings and 49ers this weekend? Maybe you would. Isn't that kind Maybe of strange? You Maybe like, you would I, because like if you and I are in a hot tub, we're both uncomfortable. Like, why am I in a hot tub with Tom? Tom's saying, why am I in a hot tub with Jeff? So maybe we would kind of do the planes, trains, and automobiles. I, I How about them bears? I don't think I think the the fewer words the better. The the more that you're just like, <laughs> oh man, this is good. I got a knot in my shoulder. You know, that's great. This is good for the circulation. You just gotta keep it very surface level. Cause the, if you have the jets and the bubbles, right, they're too loud anyway. We can't, can't hear you. Here. Stare over at the stars, Tom. It has to be a shoutable conversation, which hey. means fewer words. So did Sidney Williams enter the transfer portal? Is this an accurate thing on our boards? Do we need to take a quick break and check on that information to confirm or deny it? That's probably advisable. Probably yeah, good. I'm just saying it's come up several times while we were having a talk in the hot we're tub. We're in the tub, guys. We're in the tub, boys. I can't be bothered with these kinds of things. Go to Pitch and Penny. Hot tubs right now. Tis the season. You get the hot tub you've always wanted? No eye contact is a very good comment. <laughs> By the way, you got to give Pinch and Penny credit. They have an over 12,000 square foot showroom where you can get these family-sized hot springs hot tubs along with the two-person tub, Tom. Two-person tub, Tom. Family-sized hot tub. I don't need a family-sized hot tub. I don't want my whole family in the tub with me. Sounds like a small order of chicken. A two-person tub. 50-plus hot tubs in stock. They're everywhere. You're bound to find one that you like. Come back. Wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the WarChant.com Multimedia Network. Check out WarChant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's WarChant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. 
Man, there are offensive linemen everywhere out there, Tom. I see where uh, Hamilton Hall out of Ole Miss, an offensive tackle. That's a great name for a tackle. It's a great name. He looks the part, too. He is. Uh, he's entered the transfer portal. If you're not careful, guys, you, you really can. You can sit here on this on three transfer portal Twitter account and just soak it all in. Oh, there's another one. There's another one. And if you did that, you would have seen FSU defensive back Sidney Williams has entered the transfer portal. He is on his way to the transfer portal. Real quick write-up from our own Irish Chaffel. You guys know the numbers. At one time, he did emerge as a starter here for Florida State. He was part of Mike's first signing class. Got a lot of playing time early in his career. Was a hitter. You know, the thing I always thought about him is he was a hitter. Um, but then he got hurt, missed quite a bit of time. I think he struggled to get back in the fold beyond special teams at that point. Um, that's really the only place you saw him this past year. Did not get in a ton of games. He finishes his career with 12 tackles in 10 games. We wish Sidney Williams well. Good luck, young man. That is actually second-level interesting to me because I think he would have had a crack at the rotation at safety next year. So I wonder if that means that there's news in, in some way. I'm not saying about specifically whom it's about, but that would tell me that the coaching staff feels good about what they're going to have at safety next year because Sydney could have played there. Yeah. Uh, also, this, this is, I mean, look, man, this is where we're going to be. I said this the other day. I can't help myself. You got a defensive lineman for Oklahoma yesterday uh, or earlier today, Josh Ellison, who I've seen play a lot, declare uh, that he's entering the transfer portal. Um, this has been a rough year at OU. They went 6-6. Six and six. They lost another defensive lineman. Uh, he's just a freshman, and he's a talented player. Kevontae Henry, he's entered the portal. All day long, man, you could sit here and go, what about him? What about him? I want that guy, too. He looks like a guy. That's a dude. That's an area of need. Why don't we bring him in? I mean, it's it's going to be fun to watch to see what Florida State chooses to spend their money on, what, what they're going to do with guys, because... Well, we can't spend any money at Florida State University. That's, that's correct. That's correct. Louisville's offensive line, Luke Kendra, as uh, Kendra has uh, entered. Uh, you got a defensive lineman from Georgia, Bill Norton, who has the name of a that's, guy that I wouldn't want on my roster. That's got to be an interior guy. Bill my, Norton cannot be an edge rusher. My favorite part about Bill Norton is his picture that on three posted when he entered the transfer portal looks like Bill Norton, and I've never seen Bill Norton before. That's, okay. The second I pulled it up, I went, well, that is indeed Bill Norton. Bill's one of these guys that he'll fix your gutters. You know, but you look at Bill, you're like, Bill, I, you know, I don't know. I was thinking about getting some new gutters. Bill's got ideas about gutters. He'll tell you about it. Different types, different material, where you should really be looking to spend your money. Bill can do that. The more I look at Bill, I'm sure he could do lots of things around the house. I believe I believe that about Bill. With your luck, Bill uh, Bill went to Godby or something. <laughs> and his parents are going to be like, that's my son, you ass. Look at Bill. But more importantly, go look at Bill and his expertise on gutters with the on three transfer portal picture. I wanted to take a picture. Just wanted to come and take pictures. Just trying to have dinner with my family. 
<laughs> they wanted to take pictures. Oh, that's still one of my favorites. Also, Bill has a farmer's tan in the picture from the on three. Oh, we've got him up. We on the board. There he is. He's on the uh, he's on the stream. Well, he was a moment ago the the one with the crazy hair. But I want you to see the one. <laughs> I love it. What the hell are we doing? Well, we're having fun with the transfer portal. What else are we gonna do? Bill sells CBD. I don't know if he does, but Tallulah does. And I want to thank our friends at Tallulah. Because there's CBD everywhere at Tallulah. The good kind. Make you relax, heal your muscles, feel better kind. Also, your pets. Your pets are helped out with the Tallulah. Calms their nerves. All that good stuff. (laughs) When did you add that dog? Mm Mm-hmm. That's still funny. That looks like our friend, the uh, Chicago National League baseball fan, when somebody said something he didn't like at Northside Gordo's back in the day. That's the exact expression he would have. Oh, man. When somebody would get mouthy with one of Gordo's servers, which he did not respect and nobody should. Right. Oh, no, you can't. You can't do that. No. Can't do that. It'd be the wrong thing. Yeah, like 10 minutes ago, hon. And that's what he'd do. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he would turn around. CBD, mushrooms, THC, gummies, bongs, you name it. I don't think they're allowed to call them that. They're probably hookahs. But uh, you you get it. You get it. (laughs) We've had too much fun today. This has been a wild one. No, over under. Florida State names in that portal when we meet up on a redemption Thursday tomorrow. Well, new ones. New ones? Yeah, new ones. Yeah. Um, one and a half. So you're predicting at least another one. You feel pretty good that there's at least another name out there? I, I think the numbers just suggest, you know, we're trying to make some moves here. I would also note, and Life Spectator has done so properly. Tom, I have said portal I don't know how many times today, and we've yet to hear. There it we is. We retired it. You there said I don't want to hear it every five seconds, so we're, we're done with it. I think it's gone. And it's gone. But you, you know. <laughs> you could do, you got to have something here and there. We could take turns. I think, yeah. <laughs> Good work, Eddie. You. Good work, Eddie. talk has turned everything upside down. Oh, it's good times. That was fun. We'll be with you tomorrow on a Redemption Thursday. I will have wagers for you. I'm ready to roll, guys. Be good. Take, your, take it easy. Take her easy. Be all right. Deep breaths. Relax. All's well. Talk to you soon.